0: Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability in the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Right, let's start with some good news. Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust have met their target of £104,000 to buy and care for Astonbury Wood near Stevenage. You'll remember I told you about the appeal earlier in the year. It had a target of £104,000 and has already raised over £107,000 for more than 1,300 supporters in just six weeks. And they say that the donations are still coming. The Trust has been absolutely overwhelmed with the support from the local community and has also received donations apparently from as far afield as Inverness and Truro. So thank you to all you wonderful people who've made donations there. Now you remember that Astonbury Wood is a 54 acre ancient woodland. It was put up for sale last year, prompting concern from the local community who petitioned the County Council to protect the sites. The Wildlife Trust launched an appeal in May to raise enough money to purchase the lease for the site and to manage it for wildlife and the community in the future. And the Trust will now begin the process of purchasing the long-term lease for the wood. Now, Leslie Davis, who's the trust chief executive, says that they're thrilled with the support that they've received and they're continuing to receive from the local community and they're totally blown away by their generosity. Ancient woodlands like Astonbury Wood are completely irreplaceable and and she says that they're very proud the public have backed the bid to buy the lease for this important site. Ancient woodlands have been growing for hundreds of years and provide one of the richest habitats for wildlife. However as they don't currently enjoy any special protection it's all the more important to protect them for the future. Astonbury Wood is home to beautiful woodland flowers and is carpeted with bluebells each spring and hundreds of different fungi in the autumn. I'm looking forward to visiting there. It sounds fantastic. Now, apparently the fundraising campaign will remain open until the end of July and additional funds will be um, used to care for Astonbury Wood and the Trust's other nature reserves. And if if you'd still like to donate, you can visit heartswildlifetrust.org.uk slash Astonbury Wood. Let's turn now to the St Albans Sustainability Festival. It's all done for another year and for me it felt like a success. Nearly 200 events covering an enormous variety of environmental themes all run by fantastic enthusiastic local people and organisations. Now the events I went to um, were well attended and immensely enjoyable and really informative but of course I only saw a handful of events. So to get a better perspective on how it went and what it might mean going forward I spoke to the St Albans Sustainability Festival volunteer working group chair Jill Watson who you might know from the Phase Out Plastic Market store on St Albans Charter Market. Jill, thank you so much for joining me. So, SUSFest is over for another year. You've had a chance to sit back and hopefully relax a, a bit after a really quite a hectic fortnight and to consider a bit what you thought of, about SUSFest this year. How did the working group think that it went? Um, are you pleased with what you've achieved?
1: Yes, we are. We're really pleased, actually, with how things went. I mean, initially, as um, so I spoke to you a little bit before about this in previous weeks, we were so excited about the actual number of events that people had um, had um, set up for us within um, the SUSFest. So we were we were already excited about what we had planned, um, and actually, all the events have been um, have been really great and such such varied things to do across the district. So we feel like as far as kind of the um, the number of events and the people attended it was been it 's been great we 've had some fantastic feedback from people who have attended the events and the working group are all really pleased with um, the fact that you know the effort 's been put in and we we seem to have um, reached a great number of people across the district.
0: Okay. So do you know um, how it might have compared to previous years regarding how many people you've reached? Or, or is it impossible to tell? It's had to be quite a different festival, hasn't it?
1: Yes, it's actually quite hard to tell. I mean, we've, we have got initial numbers of things like people that attended Zoom calls and things like that. So we know that lots of events have been well attended. Uh, the um, attendance to the Zoom meetings has been way above what we expected for something on the yeah. one for the waste aware, and I think we had seventy nine people at one point.
0: Wow, that's fantastic! I
1: don't need. Oh. I don't know whether that was like all of their department and all of you know whoever whoever else they'd told about. Oh, it. But that it, was
0: huge. Th- I, that's always a popular event though when it's in person. People are really interested in that.
1: But I think because of the format this year, um, it's hard to tell how far we reached, you know, with different um, different events. We do know that um, for things like the sustainable market, we've had groups that are national groups that had people, you know, come into... Uh, coming to present on the stalls and we do know that from the Zoom calls and events um, we've had people you know being able to log in and listen from a bit further away so hopefully you know the reach has been just as good as in previous years and the feedback has been um, you know very good that that people were happy to attend the events. One of the things that came up I think quite strongly this year is being that people that were relatively new to sustainability and getting involved in the events that we've been um, promoting as such, um, didn't realise that there were quite so many active groups within St Albans. So yeah. that's a very significant point, I think, this year is that, you know, a lot of people did know kind of what was going on, but also there were there was a huge volume of people that have been involved this year, maybe because it's been a bit easier to just join a, a Zoom call or, um, you know, maybe not as much... Of their other things have been going on in their daily lives and mm. they've had a bit of time to have a look at um you know what else is kind of going on and realize that actually locally we have got quite a few active yeah. groups it is really encouraging that's kind of one of the main things that we wanted really this year was the focus to be just for the community to just get involved part of you know coming out of lockdown almost
0: and obviously, COVID has been something that has sort of, um, it's been a theme throughout the whole year. Did you feel that everything was able to go ahead in a way that people felt felt safe?
1: Yes, that was something that had been a real concern at the beginning. And I know that a lot of groups worked very, very hard to make sure that we ensured that everything was COVID safe and just kind of, you know, changing formats a little bit, Um But it's actually worked very well and kind of, you know, having the mix of events um, meant that people that were a bit, the ones that were a bit cautious about meeting face to face could still get very involved with any of the virtual events that there were. Um, And also if people wanted to meet in small groups and do the outdoor stuff, there was still an opportunity to do that. So um, I think, you know, again, across the board, the spread of events was, was good for all of those reasons.
0: Now, obviously, the sustainability festival is about making us think a bit more sustainably, getting us to do things that are um, will help the environment. But just by the fact that this was the first kind of major event that had happened around Saint Albans, there must also have been um, a bit of a social feel to this as well. Um, I mean, certainly it seemed like it was a bit of fresh air after um, so little going on over the winter. Did you have any feedback about how people felt about it seemed to be a real sort of opening up event?
1: Yes, it really did. And I think from that point, the timing was just perfect for us because people were looking for things to do as we were coming out of lockdown. And because we had one week that was a school's week and one week that was a half terms week, we we kind of, you know, we covered both aspects of people's availability almost. So it very much felt like people were um, excited to come and do things um, that, were community-based and we could get involved in, you know, being a bit more interactive with people other than just our maybe our uh, immediate family that we've been, you know, stuck with for a little while in the nicest possible way. But yes, it's been very successful from that point of view. And and a lot of enthusiasm came through for people to also maybe longer term get involved in in these groups as well. So it's been a very positive feedback.
0: Indeed. It must have been quite hard reaching people. Normally your, um, your program, your beautiful um, physical paper program is a really big part of the way that you, that you reach people. Um, but you've really not been able to do that this year. Uh, has it been hard reaching us or have we all kind of jumped onto the online space so much that, that, that really that replaced the, the physical program?
1: Yes, we do actually rely a lot year by year on kind of the working group and their interactions with different groups and a lot of kind of face to face and suggesting, you know, um, which which kind of events might be good ideas. We, we, we work a lot within our networks, as it were. So we missed out on a lot of that kind of interaction. We did go a little heavier on the online presence and we tried to be a bit more involved in kind of you know more frequent posting and blogging and things like that and that did work on a on a certain level we also tried to make sure that we had some attendance at markets and events where people could just see that the festival was going ahead and um, so we just had to work a little harder this year um but I think like you say we did have people that were maybe you know, just following certain hashtags, and we might have pulled in people from a little further afield. Um, so it, again, it did work a little bit both ways. And obviously, we do have a very strong kind of yearly following anyway. So they helped us along as well. You know, the people that are year on year involved helped us with their social media and their groups as well. So that did help.
0: That's, that's good to hear. So just looking forward a little bit, um, perhaps it's a, a little bit early to be saying exactly what changes might be made next year or what next year might might look like. But will you be starting to go through that process thinking about the sort of learning from this year and how it might be carried forward?
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, we had so many events this year as well that have had kind of almost actions coming out of them. You know, we've we've started the ball rolling for certain things that, you know, locally and actually in some instances globally as well, that, you know, good, good ideas have come out of the events that started within Sustfest. And as I mentioned previously, We've now got kind of new people who were interested in existing groups and kind of, you know, trying to build the existing groups that we've got and maybe making sure that the groups work together a little bit more. So we just want to make sure that, you know, everybody's aligned and we, that we, we get the best out of um, the the effort that we put in, as a as more of a cohesive group for the local groups that we have in in St Albans that are all sustainable, and we're all there already. We just need to, you know, we just need to get our heads together. I think a little bit more, but definitely lots of exciting work going forward.
0: Indeed, and from a personal point of view, Jill, um, this is your um, your year as chair of the working group. Are you pleased you took that on? Um, are you proud of what you've achieved?
1: I am I've had a really really great time doing it actually and um, it's worked out perfect timing for me because um unfortunately I was um I was a little bit quieter on the business side due to the lockdown so I've had time to concentrate on this but it's been absolutely fantastic to work with such an amazing group of volunteers um, and loads like I said loads of really exciting things can come out of this going forward so it's been really really good and an eye-opener for me I've learned I've learned a lot you know I kind of thought that I was not an expert but I thought I knew quite a few things but <laughs> I actually had a great time attending loads of events and, and learning myself all of these new sustainable projects that we can all get involved in
0: Indeed. Um, SusFest is and will continue to be full of surprises and, and as you say, great learning experiences for, for all of us. So brilliant. Well done, Jill. Thank you very much for telling us about that today. And congratulations on such a successful festival this year.
1: Thank you so much, Amanda.
0: I was talking there to Jill Watson, chair of the St Albans Sustainability Festival Volunteer Working Group. And if you missed the show where I talked to Farah Zia about the Susfest event that she was taking part in, linking environmental action in St Albans, Pakistan and Bangladesh, then it's well worth a listen. And you'll be able to find the podcast of the show on the podcast page of RadioVerulam.com. Now, in other news, Tim Boatswain, president of the St Albans Civic Society, was delighted to report that the Brickett Road lime that had been threatened with felling has now been saved. After the petition which Tim launched attracted 725 of your signatures, Hertfordshire County Council agreed that the tree would be pruned rather than removed. Now, the work was carried out this week, so this lovely lime tree is looking a little bit boring just at the moment if you go and look at it. However trees like this are often pollarded to control their size. Indeed this tree was pruned back in a similar way just three years ago and it recovered magnificently. So Tim is hoping that it'll be back to its beautiful leafy self very soon. And if, like me, you're a bit of a tree hugger, or if you're just interested in the history of St Albans, then you might like to do the St Albans Tree Trail. It takes an easy route from St Peter's Church through the town centre, around Verulamium Park and back, pointing out trees of historical significance and sharing their stories. Now, it's been prepared by members of the St Albans Tree Action Group, including local tree legend Kate. Bretherton and has been beautifully illustrated by fantastic local designer Lee Wood and you can download the tree trail from the link on the St Albans Environment Action Group website stalbansenvironmentaction.org and I'll pop the link into the notes that go with the podcast of this show just in case you missed that. Now, if you're out and about with your camera or your smartphone, then you've got until the end of June to submit your wildlife photos to the Wilderhood Watch Photo Competition. All you need to do is to send your local wildlife photos to nadia at wilderhoodwatch.org. As well as adding your photos to their 2021 photo gallery, they'll pick winners in four categories, over 18s, secondary school pupils, junior school pupils and infant school children and below. Each entrant can submit up to three photos. There's lots of great prizes and all your photos will make a lovely gallery just like they did for last year's photo competition. So do take a look at wilderhoodwatch.org to see last year's entrance. It's always good to hear from you. You can get in touch via Twitter at RV underscore Environment or via the Environment Matters Facebook page or you can drop me a line on Amanda at Now do listen in next week when we'll be hearing about the really quite amazing Random Cafe. But Until then, thanks for listening.